Good morning. This morning's gospel story begins with Jesus suggesting the idea of going away for the evening. We are told Jesus said to them, let's go across to the other side. But who is the them? Who is Jesus talking to? And then in the next verse, we are told, and leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. So the disciples have decided that Jesus must be talking to them alone. So they take Jesus and get into a boat. But this question who is the them, still lingers in the air of the story and seems to be part of the root of this passage. The identity of who them is is also at the root of the question, who are we and what are we trying to do here in the church and for the people of the church universal? Who are the thems? Not just in this story, but in this world. The result of the disciples' assumption is that they separate Jesus from the crowd and get him in a boat, and apparently other people followed anyway in other boats. I imagine the disciples thought they were doing a great service to help Jesus get some rest away from the crowds of people. That idea makes sense. I mean, there are other passages that say Jesus needed to get away to pray and rest. But the disciples may have too quickly assumed that they knew more about Jesus' thoughts and the meaning of his statement than they really did. We do find the passage just before today's verses saying that Jesus talked in parables to the crowd and then later explained the meaning of those parables in detail to his disciples. So maybe the disciples are justified in assuming they have the inside scoop. Or maybe not. What follows getting in the boat is that everyone is caught up in a big storm that is threatening to sink them all. More amazing than the sudden treacherous storm is that all along, Jesus is fast asleep in the back of the boat, on a cushion no less, while all chaos is breaking loose around him. Jesus is so asleep while this turmoil is happening that he has to be awakened and told he is being inconsiderate to the needs of his perishing people. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? I have to say it reminds me in some ways of when our kids were young, And we would have a hard time not chuckling when we'd hear one moaning and groaning and perhaps even a wail or two in the house. And the other one comes around the corner and finds us to say, Hey, moms, don't you hear him dying downstairs? To which mine or Janai's reply is, Well, then why aren't you helping? And furthermore, why isn't He's seeking out help other than to just moan or groan. Why is he not seeking help or trying to do something to help himself or at least get started? In our 
in our story, we are led to believe also no one is doing anything other than waking Jesus up. We are left to suppose that the rest of the people on the boat were standing about helplessly, not taking any action since there is no mention of anyone doing anything in this text. In fact, what it sounds like is that the people in the boat are irritated because Jesus isn't just fixing things for them and making their traveling easy again. What I, hear, what I hear happening is the same thing our kids did. Mamas, fix it. Make it go away already. Isn't that what standing at the door and saying your sibling is just dying downstairs is all about? Now you could interpret that in a positive way by saying that our children had such great faith in our ability to resolve problems and cure infirmities that they just naturally would go to the source. Hmm. On the other hand, that answer doesn't address why that moaning child wasn't taking any action to begin to help themselves. You could interpret the disciples' behavior the same way by saying they did have some special inner knowledge of Jesus as Messiah and that they knew he could save them with one swoop of a hand or the sound of a word. Maybe there is truth to that thought. But there is more to the story, I believe. We find out that when they wake Jesus up, he he gets up mad because it says clearly he rebuked the wind and sea saying, peace, be still. Now we're sure that his words are intended as a rebuke because these words in Greek are the same words that he used when he rebukes the demons out of the man later, later on in the Gospel of Mark. In other words, Jesus woke up irritated and said to the primary agent of trouble, stop it already. And then when the wind stopped, he turned to the people in the boat and said, why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? Verse 